This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our Good morning and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. And uh, today we're going to talk about how having Holy Spirit brings life and peace in Jesus. And I said yesterday, I believe, you know, I believe it is um, okay with God and actually His desire that we would become addicted to His peace, Mm -hmm. addicted to His life, addicted to His joy. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you've got that addicted addiction, you'll never be addicted to anything else because that you're living life for the purpose of His life, His peace, and His joy, right? Um, And uh, so we're in Romans chapter eight, and um, speaking of life and peace. My experience um, in college, and let's compare this to, um, now I was in a Bible college, Mm -hmm. okay, and training to be a minister, but what I found back then was a lot of young people struggled to know whether they were truly saved or not. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot, high percentages of young people that were there. Mm -hmm. If you really get down into their deepest fears and insecurities, they were not sure Mm -hmm. they were saved. And what's weird about that is, is that that was not a school that taught you can gain your salvation and lose your salvation. Sure. That that wasn't even in the doctrine set. It was, it was just, they just weren't sure. Um, And so uh, a friend of mine and I started a little thing where we would go in and with, try to catch somebody without notice, you know what I'm saying? Surprise them. And so you walk in the room and you, and you say, how do you know you're saved? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to try to get gut responses and, yeah. <laughs> and, and get, you know what I'm saying, unthought out response. Yeah, it, it was lots of fun. And uh, and so we ended up with, you know what I'm saying, having to sort through with how do we know we're saved? Yeah. Uh, did you guys have anything like that in your school and in, in your discipleship areas? I mean, it's the, the thing that comes to mind for me is yeah. when I taught the youth back home in Texas. Yeah. That was where, you know... Yeah, none of them are sure they're safe. We're not sure. <laughs> yeah, and then... And I think it's just anyone really young in the Lord, mm-hmm. after some time... Yeah. Um, and you study the Word, and you see things, and you're taught things, and you just kind of get unsure mm. at, at certain mm-hmm. points in yeah. your walk. Yeah. And so I just think it takes, uh, you know, maturing in the Lord and receiving his grace. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I did, I, we, we would get that question quite a bit teaching yeah. the younger, the younger, you know, teenagers and mm-hmm. things like that. I've, and I've seen it the, at the other end as well. It seems like the question reappears in old age. It's a right. strange phenomenon in young age. And then in old age, the question reappears, how do you know you're saved? And that uncertainty starts mm-hmm. coming on in there. Uh, for some people. Gotcha. Um, now, Paul actually then helps us with this in Romans 8, 9. He says, You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. Remember, we defined the flesh as your sinful nature, that which is pulling you away from God. Mm-hmm. But you're in the Spirit if, in fact, the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to to him. Okay. So what Paul is saying is if you got the spirit, 
dwelling in you, you're saved. There's your confidence. Right. You, you know you're saved because the Spirit is dwelling within you. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Um, and so, but then he says the opposite. If anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, so how do you know then if you've got the Spirit dwelling in you? That's, that's what people wrestle with. with because sure. sometimes it's like a relationship. Sometimes you just don't feel it. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So, so we don't want to recommend, you know, uh, just feeling if it. But feel so, it. so how do you know if you got the spirit dwelling within you? Yeah, I, I believe it's the day you got saved. The spirit sealed you, is mm-hmm. what the Bible says. So, mm-hmm. if you, you know, believe in your heart, Jesus is the Lord, and He was raised from the dead, and you confess with your mouth that He is your Lord, um, you're saved, and you have the Spirit of God dwelling in you. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and you won't, and sometimes you won't even feel that when you first speak it Mm -hmm. it might take some time before you really feel and understand that Mm -hmm. the spirit dwells within you um but just to have that confidence that you have the spirit if you've accepted jesus as your savior and as your lord that his spirit is dwelling within you Mm -hmm. and it just uh you have to begin to like we said um Put your mind on the things of the spirit mm-hmm. and, and grow in that way, and then you're able to live in the spirit, and you actually um, can see the difference mm-hmm. that yeah. he's doing in you, and he's guiding you to um, to live a godly life. Mm-hmm. And so it's just having the confidence that he's he's in you if you've accepted Jesus. Mm-hmm. So if you've accepted Jesus, he gives you his Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. um, and the Bible actually makes this a really simple equation. The scripture says no one can say Jesus is Lord unless the Spirit empowers him to say it. Mm. So, and it goes the opposite side too, but but just stay on this side is that if you just say Jesus is Lord, you're, the Spirit is empowering that. Mm. Right. And then he's sending his Holy Spirit to confirm that. Okay, mm. so there's a simple equation. Okay, now let's look at some fruit of how do we know if the Spirit is dwelling within us? Because let me read the scripture again. He says, uh, you, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if in fact the Spirit of God dwells in you, if anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. So it's really important that we have the Holy Spirit. Okay. Um, Another way, and I want you to think about ways that we might know that the Spirit is dwelling in us, mm-hmm. other than the touchy-feely, because the touchy-feely emotions come and go. Sure. But one way you can know that I think of is he's convicting you. That's what I was thinking. I mean, he's <laughs> yeah. he's messing with you. Yeah, your conscience yeah. is being yeah. changed. Yeah, there's yeah. a relationship where he's messing with your conscience. Yeah. <laughs> he's saying, hey... You know, that, that little thing right there probably needs to change a little bit. Right, exactly. <laughs> or you just crossed a line. Yeah. That, you, th- that's a sign that the Spirit dwells within you, right? right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I, bef- I always knew uh, Jesus was Lord. I always believed God um, had a plan for my life, even as a, at a young age. Um, and I even knew what was right and what was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but not until I actually, um, you know, confessed Jesus as my Savior and as my Lord and began to learn right and wrong in, in the Lord, you begin to, um, you know, I began to see, well, I can't do that. I can't say that. You feel that conviction and, um, you know, the flesh is still at work mm-hmm. in you um, yeah. until you, you know, choose to, to uh, renew your mind and to, to live in the Spirit. But mm-hmm. I can definitely 
just feel the difference and see, hear the difference and, um, you know, be convicted by the Spirit once I accepted it. Interesting story. So, so, and I was saved at the age of 15 from nothing, but into a Southern Baptist church. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my, they were the instruments that led me to salvation. And I remember uh, that church up in the state of Washington was really into missions because only 5% of the people are saved up there. So, mm-hmm. so it's, you, you're planting churches wherever you can. And they had planted some churches. And I remember a church meeting that stayed with me even to this day. And it was a group of pastors that held a public church meeting. Now, these are smaller. Don't think mega. Think (laughs) 75, 150 people. You know what I'm saying? These are church plants, all of that. And they got together, leaders, and but it's public, so I was there. Mm -hmm. And they were bringing public discipline to a lady. Mm. And... This lady was involved in some of their missional churches, and they were saying, this lady does not have the Spirit of Christ. Mm. Therefore, we're giving a public warning that she cannot be allowed in these mission churches. She'll destroy them. Mm. I mean, it, it, it's, it left a mark on me I, of, I wow, I, what, what is all this? Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm people. 16, 17 years old. Wow. And... And, um, and what I remember about that is the way they were saying that she did not have the Spirit of Christ is that there was no conscience. There was no, her entire thing was manipulating people, destroying relationships, mm-hmm. uh, strife, causing strife in the church. Right. And there was no remorse for any of it. Sure. And therefore they judged and said, she, we don't see the spirit of Christ in this woman. Can't be allowed into the fellowship. Yeah, uh, you know. So they were turning her out. I'm assuming. Like <laughs> you can't be here without the spirit. Yeah, of God. yeah, yeah you, you can't. can't yeah, right. Uh huh. Be giving it. a public warning in in that case. Wow. So that was a. So I, I don't know. That story came to me. That illustration came to me. Is one of the key ways you know is that you have the spirit of Christ. Is he's messing with you. He's convicting you. He's saying. He's telling you you crossed a line, or he's warning you. Hey. Right. Don't cross that line, or he's you know telling you need to repent, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. And uh, I think of the the scripture that says you can sear your conscience mm-hmm. over yep. if you continue to um, do the things that the spirit is trying to get you to not do or mm-hmm. not think. Yeah. Um, and if we just keep pushing through and not um, abiding and not um, responding in, in obedience to mm-hmm. the spirit. Uh, we can see our conscience over, and when he speaks to us, we don't hear him or feel it. Yeah. And that's the dangerous, a very dangerous, you know, place to be. Yes. When you're not able to to um, see the wrong in your actions. Mm-hmm. Then you're living in the flesh at that point. Exactly. You're, you're, you've got your mind set on the flesh. Right. So how having the Holy Spirit brings life and peace in Jesus is so important um, that we, we want to become addicted to that life and peace in Jesus to where we will not exchange it for anything, right? Mm, right. And the key is that we're just continually affirming and confirming that we've got the Spirit of God. There's other ways than Him working in our conscience. Like, for example, He'll affirm you. The Holy Spirit will affirm you. You know, you'll be in a worship service and He'll draw you in and you'll you'll mm-hmm. know, I love God, I'm in a worship service. You'll, you know what I'm saying? You enjoy mm-hmm. being around the people of God. Those are all ways too. But, um, but I think it's interesting that maybe the Spirit led us to talk about 
One of the key ways that you know you've got the Spirit of God is that He's occasionally talking to you about change. Mm-hmm. Your how, hey, that action, that mindset, that that thought process needs to change because He does change us from the inside out. That's right. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us at our new service times at 9.30 a.m. and still for our live stream or in person at